you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. It's the Good Morning Football Podcast. Yeah. Dulcet tones of chaos. Just a little something I'm throwing out there, guys. KB with a fresh haircut today. You do not look like that pre-5 a.m. today, no. my friend. I always feel like I lose weight when I get a haircut. It <laughs> slim me up a little bit, you know? I have enough head size. I lose hair, I'll lose weight. It's good. I feel, f- I feel slim. Peter Schrager, who you have been on a roll with the that lettuce up there. I'm growing it out. It's a summer dew. I feel like uh, Morton Anderson in the mid '90s <laughs> with that mullet just flowing. You are on fire. Like the basket's this big. You're unconscious. You can hit every in the shot. Zone. Yes. And Nate Burleson, I'm who I'm going to go ahead and say it. you've been slacking on the hair stuff because you usually uh-huh. switch it up once a month and You're it's right. been the same for a I little do. bit too long. I've been trying to become a little bit more corporate. Yeah, uh, but I'm growing it out. If you ever see me growing my hair out, then you know I'm planning on doing something. So. Coming up this season, you'll see oh, something different. Really? Can we go back to the the blonde, bleach blonde or bleach red that you had as a lion? Do you want the, the whole thing or no, do you no, want no, the no. spot? Because no, when whole I first thing. got here, I had the spot. Yeah, the spot. No, you want to go the whole thing? thing? Yeah. I don't know if NFL Today is going to embrace like Demolition that. Man? They might like that. They the, might. Demolition what was his name? Man. Something Rex. What was his name? Uh, Simon Phoenix. Simon Simon if you're thinking about Simon Rex, who's also an actor. Gideon Yago. Yeah. This is our podcast, you guys. Uh, we up? are here in New York looking forward to preseason action and training camp, but we just got back from Canton, Ohio, mm-hmm. our uh, first trip here as a team. We had a uh, – uh, we're on Instagram Live. Hi. Yeah. Shout out to We the had a, an interesting travel to get there. We should just start there. Mine wasn't interesting. You guys better take it away. We just – <laughs> okay. it took us forever to get there. So we got to the airport around 11.30 – and our flight is at <laughs> two. two. So then we're chilling, relaxing. 
Basically, rain delay, rain delay, rain delay. We didn't get to Cleveland. And, no, we got to Akron at around 11 o'clock at night. And we came strolling in and we had a show three hours later. Three hours later. Loved it. Reunited. It was really fresh. Our buddy, Kyle Brent, who yeah. came in from L.A., was sending us you know, pictures of his incredible flight. Yeah, I took a flight from <laughs> San Luis Obispo, which is in Central Cali, also known as San Luiser Abysmal. That's what people call it. <laughs> I mean, they do call it that on the radio. And then I flew from L.A., to uh, Cleveland, of all things, this is kind of a strange experience. Uh, our boss, uh, Mark Quinzel from the NFL Network, was seated right behind me. Well, that's always comfortable. Yeah, so yeah, I have my phone out, and then, like, you know, the. Did you the clear way- that browser history? <laughs> we don't need to every you, day. Though. We did. And then the flight attendant comes by, and like, would you like wine, sir? And I'm like, I feel a little guilty about it, you know? And then they come by, would you like us to top it off? No, I'm, not, I'm all right. It was like the boss was over shoulder. Obviously, Quinzel's like totally chill about that, but I've never had that experience yeah, before. Look, we spent three hours together every day. We actually spent like five hours with all the meetings and stuff, but Kay, Nate, and I bonded no, I like that. never before because you're stuck in LaGuardia with no end in sight for eight hours. We were legitimately in the worst. We, we, it was the worst, what is it called, gate? Terminal. Terminal, Terminal. of yeah. all you know, I'm an airport snob. And the I also, biggest. That must have been your help. And I'm not, and it was the worst. I cried my brains out before we went on this flight because I know that LaGuardia is a Delta Terminal. We took a different airline, and there's one gate and not even a customer service rep. Of course, we're delayed. There's no one to speak to, no answers. And guys... I got to know you really well. Kay was offering a p- random people like water, like very. Co- a woman <laughs> was, was like holding, Red Cross. Yeah, I was holding wo- babies. It was great. A woman I really was, was crying. Oh, wow. A woman was crying at the gate, and I'm like, "All right, let's not be so dramatic." And Kay looks at me and goes, "You don't know what's going on in her life." I'm like, "You're right. <laughs> You're right. Oh, You're right." It's true. She and was holding a baby while we were stuck yeah. on the runway. Where was this in Somalia? Where That's where you guys? A lot I'm, going it on. Was the Sodom and Gomorrah. Everyone kept Listen. saying, uh, "Go get some pizza," or like, "Go get a couple drinks," like, or guys, "Hang out." We're like, "There's nothing." No I feel like there's like nothing. supplies coming in on a parachute in yeah. a crate for and, you guys. And old Falcons won the Super Bowl t-shirt and I have to wear that. <laughs> there was know? an Auntie Anne's and all that was left was yeah. like the ones that you know have been there for three days and there's like they're picking it. No, you don't want yeah. any of those. It's uh, not a good Burleson, what would you think of spending time in the airport with me and Kay for eight hours? <laughs> it, it, it was great. And I must say, Schrager, you are... You are the closest thing to New York okay. that I can identify he with. He is New York. He is New He's York. He's the Chrysler and building. I'll say that to say this. I'm the Chrysler There's building. times when I'm hanging out with you and the New York comes out. Yeah. It could be the littlest thing that could trigger you. Yep. So really, that's I was my shredder there, side. That's the shredder side, right? So I was sitting there thinking like, when is Shredder going to come out? And mm-hmm. I must say, bro, hour after hour after hour, God, you kept amazing. your cool. How is that possible? I, I don't even know. I picture you like the ant under the magnifying glass. Was- like just, <laughs> so just in hell. You know what I mean? <laughs> so how did you handle that? I... I like, if I don't get a graphic on the show, I sit there and right. I mumble and I grunt and I snap and I... Go, for some reason, a calm came over me. This was so out of our hands. It was a Real weather. Medication? It was a weather issue. They all knew. My bosses knew why we weren't going to be there. I was with two friends, and they were being calm. Kyle, like a, a complete serenity came over me. I wasn't even at you all. Maybe that. it's you, Kyle. Yeah, maybe you're the one that riles them up. I don't trigger you. Do you ever think do of I? that? No, maybe I am now. What, do, do I have anything to do with me not being there? No. No. And my wife was like, I like we to were, needle you a little bit. She was saying, if we were delayed, you'd be freaking out. Why? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I was just a complete. I was, it was out of our hands. Then and you weren't drinking or anything? Like at no, the bar? No, there were no drinks. No. There were no bars. Tex Mex Cantina. It wasn't even a Hudson News in our terminal. I don't want to get into the B terminal at LaGuardia, but that place, I mean, they should be Peter, why didn't you just tweet, you know, at the airline or at Irwin? We're never going to be that guy. Never? No matter what? Never going to be that guy. <laughs> so we were so busy doing shows that I thought were a really cool moment, and maybe we could each share one uh, of our own, was just actually going to the Hall of Fame. And yeah. Peter was telling me the whole time we were there, like, you've got to get over there. Out. 
But it wasn't that close. We didn't have I didn't have a car. I didn't there was I don't know if Uber was the thing, but we decided after the show one day, right, to go we had brunch together. And then it was let's go check out, you know, the busts yeah, and, right. and, yeah. and see it and everyone's wearing a jersey. It is like the the one percenters of NFL fans <laughs> that make the trip to Canton yeah. and they're so diehard and amazing. There were flocks of them. Every you have to, I don't know you had to wear a jersey there. Yeah. yeah. No we, jersey, we, no entry. We stuck out not because it's us four and we're like from the we set. Didn't have up, on. We didn't have jerseys on. Yeah. Everyone was like, "What's this Heather Great V neck you're wearing?" Yeah, it's like Clown. you know how places have like a jacket policy. Like they should have a jersey policy. Like they'll give you one that you can borrow yeah. when you walk in. They should have that. <laughs> I'd never been there before. First time. It's cool. I said this on the air. I, my whole life, I've been skeptical. Like I, I don't really like museums that much. I'm yeah. not into going to the art institute. That it's just okay. So I'm like, it sounds like a football museum. I don't need to go. I went, and it was awesome. I mean, it really was. When we walked into the room with the busts, I, I remember I went in, walking into the Sistine Chapel, and there's a thing there where you're supposed to whisper, like, no talking. I got kicked out of the yeah, Sistine Chapel. Yeah, they kicked you out. I'm not kidding. I got kicked out. You're not supposed to take pictures. You're not supposed to talk. Wow. Took a picture twice. Yeah, and there's was like, joking. Um, I out. believe it. There's, and you, everybody's How to come sneaking out. them. Right. <laughs> everybody, we took them. But like, there's people there who shush you if it gets too loud. That's their job. And I honestly felt a little bit like that in the, in the bus room as we were looking for for Peyton and Steve Young and like all our heroes. So I was a skeptic. We also waltzed right into the. We had a backstage entrance. pass. Yeah, yeah. Peter, you Exit. were talking about was it? Oh no, it was another time. The the Goodfellas. Uh, felt like we're and going then he kissed the Copa, me. No, it was through the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Going through the Copacabana, we had like some cool. back exit. I'm like, every time you do, every time, hey. every time. <laughs> I'll say this: Burleson and I are sitting there. You guys were looking, and we caught. I mean, this is like we're we're a snarky group. We're fun. We laugh. Yep. But this was like sentimental moment when we saw some little kid and the dad and the little kid was so interested in like the dad was telling him about Joe Montana. And I know it's so story, but this is what the Hall of Fame wants to say. But Burleson and I were watching and it was yeah. like pretty cool. I hope my son, my son's nine months. I hope I hope that he and I have a shared interest in something like that mm-hmm. where I could say, oh, you know, this is the story and the kid being all ears on it. Yeah. And it was it was the kid who was yelling out not the most popular names like he was looking at it and pointing out saying, dad, 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 look. And he was pointing out guys that we don't even talk about normally on TV. So it was one of those moments that uh, kind of hit hit home when you guys were looking for Bust to Stump Schrager. We were looking at little kids and their fathers in these very like sincere moments, like Hallmark moments almost. But what a weekend though! Unforgettable like, weekend. I, I, what are your moments? Go. Look, for me, it was it was everything all in one. Like I just remember looking at KB throughout the week. And every so often, I look at him and his eyebrows is touching his hairline because he's blown away. Like, yeah. And I knew what he was thinking. And and I have like, a huge forehead. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. It was almost like, I can't believe we're here. Uh-huh. I can't believe these legends of the game are talking to us. And I can't believe that we're getting paid to do this. Because I was thinking the same thing. We went from having the show, which was great, having celebs on and these superstars and Hall of Famers on, to going to the dinner where the jackets were actually given to these that guys, seeing cool. LT just mm-hmm. ball in tears, and then like last minute getting, getting an invite to Jerry Jones's party, like, hey, we got tickets. Are you guys coming? And we're like, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, we're coming. Yeah. And it was like one of the best parties I've ever been to. And then we show up the next day, and we host a parade, which <laughs> was crazy because if you think about the concept of a parade, all right, guys, it's going to be floats downtown Canton, Ohio. And Hall of Famers are going to ride by in vehicles. And you can't stop them. They're just going to ride by. And people will wave and yell. We got out there, the Three Stooges, and it was complete chaos for four hours. They told you not to stop the parade, man. Every chance you got, it looked like you stopped the parade. I honestly didn't think I would have that much fun. Being a former player, sometimes these things can be boring. And I went to the Hall of Fame when I was with the Browns briefly. And it was really cool. But that was it. It was, like, really cool. Mm -hmm. 
this past weekend was amazing. It's it so cool to hear that from Nate event. because here's how I look at it. The end, the Super Bowl is everyone and their mother and every celebrity, and you're in the uh-huh. lobby, and it's a who's who, and whatever, and it's glitz and glamour, and there's a direct TV party one night, and a maximum party next, and there's 6,000 people, and the chain yeah. smokers are performing in a stadium. And then there's the draft, which is a little bit more contained, but still massive. It takes over a city. Right. It's all this thing. Then there's the combine, which is almost like the inside of the inside of just the reporters, like in the people in the NFL. Yep. And there's this thing. We're staying at a... Uh, you know, an economy uh, rate hotel. There's right. no, uh, you know, downtown that we're really doing. There's no red carpet. There's no red glamour. carpet. There's yeah. no, you know, whatever. And it was awesome. It was maybe my favorite thing we've done. And I and I had not low expectations, but I certainly didn't go in there thinking I was going to have more smiles, more laughs, more interactions right. than I did at any of those other events. And, you know, the, the moment that sticks out for me is that we're sitting there at the, you know, gold jacket ceremony. And it's, it's we're sitting there, we're all in front of it, and they're giving Tomlinson his thing. And, to my left is Steve Mariucci, who's of a different generation, and he's crying over Tomlinson. To my right is Kyle K and Nate. Uh, you know, at this point, my best friends that, uh, that I've worked with at the very least, and you guys are all emotional. I look throughout the room, and it's just my childhood of like Montana and Marino and Young and all those guys. But then my father's generation of Paul Horning and Jim Taylor, Jim Brown, Jim Brown, and it's like football history in one room, and so. You can have your, I don't know who you want to even say, you can have your you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers concert with 6,000 people and the sponsors and the agents and, oh, this guy works at WME and this one's at CAA and this is so cool. This guy's got a new marketing. That was all cut out. It was like they cut the fat from everything and it was just True. gold jackets and us. It was like we were almost flies on the wall weekend. Yeah. I don't know what to expect from that at all. I, never, I didn't even know it was televised, that gold jacket ceremony, and mm-hmm. I got to sit – uh, next to Kyle and you guys, you know, Kyle can be pretty animated. And I remember when we got there, we definitely were low key, like taking yeah. it in and we sat down and we're like, okay, mutzing around with like the salad on our plate, whatever. And then when they started announcing the hall of famers and I, I, I'll be honest, I don't know a lot of these guys, sure. these names, these whatever's like, I definitely can't recognize them without looking. And Kyle would just like, like a pop, like a kernel like, of popcorn, oh. just pop. <laughs> Willie pop. Roof. We yeah. were in like those, you know, fold up chairs that you'd have at like a backyard wedding, you know, yeah. that kind of a thing. And yeah. you or it's like, you know, stadium seating kind of chairs. <laughs> you, the chair would like, I, I was so scared it was going to fall over and fold you inside of it because yeah. you were so excited and you That's were seeing true. every guy come in and it was, you were like a little, you were a little kid more you, you so just, than I've really ever seen you be a little kid. You described that perfectly. That's how I would describe it. I came into it. It's like it felt like we were at kind of like a giant wedding, and like I, I was like the last on the invite. You know, I was bare like a, a yeah. charity invite. And we get there, and we sit down, and like I've been working in sports now for ten years. Like I've been around all the athletes. We've done the Super Bowl. I, I've been. I've talked to Joe Montana, like every legend, and like I don't want to say I'm jaded. It's just like I've done it before. I'm not impressed. So I sit down, and then they strike up that music, and those guys start walking out. Right. And Kate, I was like a kid. I'm screaming, Dan Marino! Like, <laughs> like a person in the stands, not someone who works in the industry and interviews athletes all the times. It came out of nowhere. I was getting goosebumps just because Howie Long, who's great, but like he's on TV all the time. It's not like unique to see Howie Long, but yet with the music, the jacket, and the ceremony, and the, and it's the, I freaked out. They're walking solo down right. that aisle. It's their moment. It's and so they cool. say things like, Eight Pro Bowls. Two, yeah. I'm like, God, these yeah. guys, are they're like gods. They're yeah. like the Greek gods That's that what walk they are. out, and you're bowing down. I was so reverent, and so the goosebumps, I'm coming back now. I yeah. was the, one of the coolest things I've done. You ever. also were like, he looks really good. Yeah. <laughs> they all looked good. It's so true. Look and at him. And we're drinking no, wine like the food Dermonte was served. Dawson looked excellent. Everybody's dressed up. And then it was like moment after moment. 
and Warren Buffett did a duet with Paul Anka. <laughs> Paul Anka. Oh, yeah, that, that was a little weird. It was crazy. And then, like, <laughs> the moment that really brought it all together For was when the new Hall of Famers were walking through the gauntlet of Hall of Fame. They everybody TV, up. And they're shaking hands, and they're looking in each other's eyes. And I remember just watching LT, and he's shaking. And LT hugged everybody. He didn't, like, skip a hand or try to big-time anybody. And then he got to Jim Brown, and I'm, I'm just looking at two guys that defined the generation they played football in. It was a just a powerful moment. Kyle, I feel like if that were you, you would have crowd surfed that call. Like. <laughs> I might have. I, I know I would have been crying. Like, I, I got so emotional even watching it. It's the... Um, the, the phrase gets thrown around too much, but when we did the Saturday parade show, I was going to the airport afterwards, and the phrase is like, it felt like that was a weird dream. Like, I honestly felt like I had a dream. You know how, like, in, um, like, the Freddy movies, like, the Fred- they'll get burned in yeah. the dream, they'll wake up with it real, and like, I have the burn on my arm, it yeah. was real. Yeah. Like, I felt like I had to look for the burn on my arm, but that really happened. You and me running around a street in Canton, yeah. Ohio. Wait, was this your moment? Yeah, okay. this is it. Because... I don't want to get into all the technical aspects of that show, of which there were many, but we were using a new set with unmanned cameras, so we never knew when we were on TV or even when we were on the air. no camera guy to look at. No idea. So Nate and I, it's on Twitter if you haven't seen it, are running around a street in Ohio with live microphones. And Nate, I always, if I could give you any compliment to anybody I ever talk about, the greatest thing about you is you're always up for anything. Like you're so (laughs) spontaneous and like I can go to you with the craziest day, you'd be like, I'm cool. I'm good with it. Like, I remember it back in December. you're racing a car out there. I know. Because that's, and that's the thing. Daryl Green. You look up and like, I see, and, and thank God Peter was there. because Talk about in the zone. I was in the zone. You were on fire. Some hey, of these yeah. gentlemen, hey, I don't you, recognize hey, by Schrager, face. Schrager, you blacked out. You blacked out. He was doing, what, Wait, were you, what Nate, you were saying, it's the Will Ferrell. It's Will Ferrell old school. Old school. Like, oh. Hey, they're, they're coming by in yeah. open, um, open roof <laughs> convertibles. cars, convertibles, and there's not much labeling, and it's 70-year-old men, and they're just waving to cameras. So how far are you, though? Very far away, and I'm spotting him. I'm like, feet easily. that's Tom Mack, feet. the 10-time All-Pro. No one no one in my ear. And I'm like, oh, Daryl Green. That boy went rain, man. I'm He's talking like, beautiful. Oh, the greatest line. personnel man Russell of this generation. Oh, like, we're trying to, hey, that's Bill Polian. I mean, guys, four Super Bowl teams. Great this is debaters. Like, it was crazy. And Nate and I are like, where's Jason Taylor so we can recognize him? Like, I went give into us some zone where I'm All up. those nerd bulls. And yeah. I became the MC of the – but, like, I'm seeing – I'm like, Mel Renfro's here, folks. Yeah. Mel Blunt is here. Oh, hello, Willie so Brown. Impressed. Of course, Peter. I remember Willie Brown's interception in Super Bowl VI. <laughs> like, like, you were like a pageant director. And Miss Illinois, the, Miss Idaho. It all just came flooding out. That was amazing. Jack Youngblood, one of the great... You know, I'm like, what? So you guys were sort of taking your cues. Yeah, and then we're like running around. Peter, it's going to be hard for you guys on the ground there, too. To we see. can't hear. We can't see anything. And, and then all of a sudden, there's Dale Green. We know Dale Green. We right. can run up to him. We know he's fast. We know he's fast. So we try to race the car. And then Nate asked him, what 40 could you run right now? He said a 4.5, which, which I totally crazy. believe. Um, what do you want him to say? Well, I'm just saying he's like 50. I believe him. He didn't run a four or five. He told you he'd run a four or five. I believe one hundred percent. I think he's being I a little modest, him. actually. Really? I wouldn't even race yeah. him right now. But that was my is my arm really burned moment, and in fact, it was. Yeah. I, we we do a lot of cool stuff. We we're very very blessed to be able to do that. That was absolutely you know what? bat bleep to insane. that story. <laughs> you say you wake up and you feel the burn from the dream from yeah. Freddy. That's how it was. Like I woke up in the days. I was like, what's going on? Did that just happened, and I went to like wipe my eyes, and I realized. I still had the Jerry Jones oh. band on the party. Yeah. And the and bracelet like, had his autograph on it. It has autograph. <laughs> I know. It's I'm the like, coolest. It did happen. You're forgetting, real. though, like we're on stage, which you'd think is a pretty sterile environment. But behind us, there's just 
chaos going on. There's kids on unicycles. There's old men and old old bikes. It's it's not your typical the big wheel with the little there, wheel bike. There was nothing, no advance of what's coming behind us. So we're interviewing James Lofton. <laughs> I think wheel. I'm talking to James Lofton about you know the 1980s Packers, and suddenly a giant potato comes behind us, and Kyle interrupts me midway. It, all due respect, Mr. Lofton, Peter, take a look behind you. A giant Idaho potato is behind me on wheels, and he's and we had to talk about it. I, I was, Merriman was on set and there was a Shrek behind Yeah, it was a very really heated conversation it, it, about Shrek. all the virtues of Ladanian Tomlinson. What a warrior he is. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Excuse me, Sean. We got Shrek here. We got Shrek. Now, is Shrek a Hall of Fame animated character? This is on the air. It was so fun and so madcap. Nate randomly would like get it. up. Merriman and Kyle are sitting next to him. And Nate just randomly gets up and oh, just yeah. leans, leans over. Merriman and Kyle what would just What was segment. that segment? You just did it for fun? Nate's just hovering no over idea. there. I loved it. I just came over to say what's up. <laughs> It was almost, almost like in my head, I was like, am I on camera? Maybe I'm not. He just never stood. Yeah. There's a giant wiener that passed us. Oh, yeah. The wiener, the wiener mobile is what he's talking about. It's iconic. It's the vehicle, the Oscar, Oscar Mario wiener. wiener mobile. So you with asked this me the crew, jingle, I finished it. OCSA or whatever it is. My baloney has a first name. Um, but if you give this crew a giant wiener mobile oh, in the middle gosh. of a crazy show it's already, literally out, impossible. Asking for trouble. Cat like hey. National yes. zucchini hey. in your porches. Yes. It's Long ask about thing. the wiener. Ask it's about, ask the, about wiener. the wiener. Yeah. You can't do that on the Today Show, my friend. Oh, let's talk about that quickly. Yeah. 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 Let's talk about that before we go. I got an invite today. We're recording this on Tuesday. And on Wednesday morning, I will not be on Good Morning Football. I will be co-hosting the 9 a.m. hour. We were talking about, like, we were kind of joking on the air today about what the topics are going to be in the Today Show and, like, what like fun like mom dad at home watching talk i just got one of the topics let's let's, let's let's do a mock segment i'll be willie geist Nate is Al Roker, and that's Dylan Dreyer. Am I Al Roker because I'm black? Hello. Yeah. Yeah, no, because yeah. you love okay. the weather. You no, Nate, you're Carson Daly. I'll be Al Roker. What's happening in your I'll be Al Roker. <laughs> Check your neck of the woods. So the, the topic is, it's perfect. The topic is, do you ever have lulls in energy while you're at work? How do you get through the workday with a dip in energy? How do you energize yourself? What can you do at the workplace? Okay, bring us in from commercial. Let's Back go. on the Today Show, I'm Dylan Dreyer here with Al Roker, Willie Geist, and our guest host for this hour, it's Kyle Brandt, lots of energy out of you. Yeah. So tell me this. You're on a morning show. You get up early. What do you do to keep, you know, keep energized when you have a bit of a lull? Well, you know, I look at my coworkers. You know, I have great energetic coworkers. You know, Al, you understand. You're Al, right? This yeah. one over there. Okay, yeah. right. You're Al. Who are you? A Willie Geist? Willie Geist. You guys, you got to draw from your teammates and everything. Every once in a while, you're going to need to be picked up. And what do you think, Willie? That wasn't entertaining, Kyle. No, I know. I don't need to simulate you. Well, Kevin, Kyle, is it Kevin or Kyle? Sometimes I use a stimulant, Kyle. I mean, it could be coffee. It could be Red Bull. four in the morning. I want to know how to turn you down Is it Kevin or Kyle? Hey, I'm out here with these weather conditions, and you know what? It's not summertime here. It's raining. You know what I mean? We want to make it rain energy. How do you keep from the rain from coming down? Weather jokes. Okay. these crazy We've got a high-pressure system coming in after that 2 o'clock meeting. You know what I mean? Willie, I haven't heard anything from you. Yeah, no, look, no. You're a smart guy. I'm looking at people who know me. I do like to dip my uh, my, my, my body into the five-hour energy once in a while. And, uh, you know, sometimes, B12. I, sometimes I like some stimulants. What are, you, what are your thoughts on this topic? Let's flush this out right here. We'll like, help you out. What would you say I, that's clever? Because what you said was very boring, and that's not you. Like, yeah. What would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Kyle, I'll be fine. Yeah. Kyle. Hey, listen. Yeah. Go off the rails, bro. I know. Just go off the rails. Like, don't. I, listen, no reservations. You gotta go big. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm okay, not, gonna, not go and say. Okay, hey, I look at my coworkers. Don't try to go me. in and steal the show. But I'm saying, do you though? Do you? I thought the point of that was gonna be you guys were gonna be the characters, and I was just gonna watch. So I was trying to involve you. No, I, wanted, oh, I no, was no. a dress. I was a dress rehearsal. Nah, I don't need a dress rehearsal. We don't do dress rehearsal here, right? We'll this fine. is true. This is true. 
I'll I'll be ready. I, I got till nine. Is there a couple Those are segments? great topics. What a switch up for you. It's right? the best. I, I mean, listen. I love what we do here. I'm so it's I'm a blank so not, I'm so excited to not talk about the and Cowboys one hour. for one day. One hour, one day. You're gonna it's, kill it. It's, it's a, a blank palette. You can paint anything you want, right? Or do they tell you like, well, you should take this angle? It's fascinating. The first two segments were, you know, our first segments. All right, we're going to talk about this. Very regimented. It is. It is listed right now as host chat. That is the name of the segment. And then the second segment is host chat. And apparently they just they just shoot the bleep in the morning and see what comes up. A sample thing before we toss to our interview. All right, so the Bachelorette was last night. Yeah. The guy who she wanted to pick came out and before he was before his roasting. He goes, "I want to stop this. <gasps> I'm not ready for this myself. I can't propose to you in good faith. I need a couple. I need a little more time. I just don't and feel right doing this." And it was right the one that we, this. the audience knew she wanted to pick. Yes, him? everyone knew she wanted Peter. And this good is what for he him. said. And he said, "I know we're on a reality show. I just I'm not ready for this yet. I, I do love you. I just I can't in good faith get on a knee." And she chose the other guy. She said, "Okay, if you're not committed to me, then I need to go with a different route. I'm going to go Should with Brian." Should we the first runner up? Well. We don't know if she was definitely going to pick him, but everyone, the fan favorite was Peter, and he basically said, I need more time. He broke the fourth wall, He too. broke the fourth wall, and wow. he was like, I just, I'm not ready. So, Kyle, if that's a conversation topic, yeah. what's your input? Peter, stop testing me. I don't want to be tested. I love this. No. Um, I don't, listen, I, I have a whole take that I don't watch The Bachelor. I watch The Bachelor because I think it's far more entertaining for a bunch of reasons. The Bachelor is one dude with like 30 women. It's a lot more eye candy for me. I like that. And there's a lot more personalities. <laughs> I've watched The Bachelorette, and it's like a frat house. There's a bunch of dudes sitting around. They get along. They're friends. I'm not into that, so I don't watch The Bachelorette. I watch The Bachelorette. Come at me then. Okay. I don't know how much Bachelor's an that ABC might be show. a topic. It might be a topic. I'm ABC at, show. We'll I'm see. I'm looking at things that are trending. I'm not testing you. I'm kidding. Good. Kyle. Thank You're you. Crush Thank it. you. I love you. you I'll know. be ready. I'll I'm be so ready. excited. Crush it. Thank and that's you. at 9 a.m. So you know, yeah. during commercials on Good Morning Football, yeah. when we're talking, we're just watching. I'm that. watching it. Just yeah. watch Kyle. Uh, no, watch us. Come back to us Thursday. We're stoked for you. Thank you. Thank. You. I'm very stoked myself. Yeah. No one's more excited than my mom. I might. I might not be on set nine to ten. I'm just gonna go in that room. I might just go watch with our makeup crew. Wrapping up Hall of Fame weekend, though. We did. You guys got. Talk to Kurt Warner. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. Oh, it's legends. Kurt Warner, James Lofton, Sean Merriman. Who else joined us? Tequila Spice. Tequila Spice. So the morning of his induction, we got to sit down with him, and you know what? It was so good. Let's listen to the interview. Yeah. Last night you got the jacket. Can yeah. you take us through what that experience was like? You know, I mean, every part's been surreal in different ways. Um, but last night was so cool because you know they put you up on that little stage or little podium and you're just looking down as they're doing whatever and introducing you and you're looking down and you're seeing all these great players and guys that you know Marshall and and Orlando were there of course yeah. who played with me but then guys you know when you're a part of like the Rams organization and Jack Youngbud's there and mm. Jackie Slater's there and Eric Dickerson's there and then you know you give Dan Marino a hug on I mean it's just it's a who's who of our game, you know, in the history of our game, and you're you're seeing them, and and you're walking through those guys and giving them a hug, and I still can't figure out how I fit in this mix, but I mean, it was so cool. You know, Tony Dorsett, I was a Cowboys fan growing up, so when I saw him, all I could think was that 99-yard touchdown yeah, run Vikings, right, Monday on Monday Football. Night Football. Yeah. Right. I mean, 33. so but that's what I did is I walked down and saw all these guys. I saw them in their uniforms and remembered the impact that they had on me growing up and how they kind of fired me up and. Uh, lit that flame for for this game, and so just uh, just an incredible moment. Uh, and it's great to go in with a couple of my colleagues uh, in LT and TD, and and spend the week with them. But it's uh, it's just been incredible from a lot of different standpoints. You know, one of the things we always talk about is your story, and we say you, you couldn't script a better story than this. I know you hear it over and over again, and you're more familiar with your own story than anybody. But what were those moments like when you were on the brink of walking away or giving up? I mean, for those sitting at home, 
that might be dealing with something completely different than actual sports. Yeah. And they're saying, you know what? I had enough. I want to go a different direction. What made you stick with it? Well, there's, there's a couple things. I've asked, answered the question a few times this week is that, you know, the hardest part is you come to those moments, those forks in the road yeah. where this path's going to lead, at least you think, towards your dream. And then there's the other path when you start thinking, okay, I have a wife, yeah. I have kids. You know, how long can I drag them on this path mm. chasing my dream where it's not a detriment to what, you know, what your long-term you know, family life looks like? Right. And then there's the other side of it that says, but my passion is still over here. If I don't chase my passion... Where am I going to be 10 years from now, mm. 15 years from now when I am sitting on my couch watching somebody else play going, man, if I would have just tried, I could right. have been, you know, and you never should've. want to be that guy. So at the end of the day, it really came down to as long as I was passionate about it, as long as I felt I could take care of my family, even though maybe it wasn't always the way mm. they wanted to or I wanted to, as long as I felt I could do that. I just said, as long as this passion's here, I had to. And the, the different thing for me was that, you know, for some guys, they get opportunities and their opportunity doesn't work out. The biggest thing for me was I never really got an opportunity. And so it wasn't like, oh, I had it and I blew, I blew it. it. Right. And so I could walk away going, well, at least I had my shot and I, I didn't make it work. Right. I never got one. Mm -hmm. And so that was the hardest part was I'm like, I just can't walk away believing I can do this until I get a shot. Mm. The problem was, you know, you're 26, you're 27. Right. You're like, well, right. okay, maybe I'm not going to get that yes. shot. And that became the hardest part. But yeah. that was the thing that I think that kept me going was I hadn't proven that I couldn't do it. Yeah. I just hadn't gotten the opportunity to prove that I could. And so, you know, I stayed on the path. You know, I knew it was getting close. Mm -hmm. You right. know, I mean, 27-year-old rookies at the quarterback position just doesn't happen very often. So <laughs> yeah. I knew it was getting close. <laughs> right. but, uh, but that's exactly the reason why. I just wanted the opportunity. If you told me I couldn't, I would be more content and be able to walk away. But, but nobody had told me that yet. So... I, I kept going. And the story's amazing, of course. And we talk about it being a movie script. So I got to ask, I'm sitting here thinking, like, if we had a movie, which I feel like is coming soon, uh, who's going to play the leading role <laughs> of Kurt Warner? Is it Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Leonardo DiCaprio? I, I what, don't what think do it's saying? any of those. See, here this, here's the thing. That, <laughs> you know, the script is being written, and they're working it out. And the hardest part right. for them is to figure out what the story is. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, so many people are like, well, it's got to stop when you win the Super Bowl. Right. And then everybody else is like, well, but there's a whole second chapter. That's how do you thing, leave man. that out? And now there's the Hall of Fame. And you yes. go, well, how do you not put? And so they're trying to figure but it there out. Is a, there is a script. They're, they're working on it. Yeah, they're working on it. Curry, um, it might have to be a trilogy. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. I said, my life story is going to be at least a sequel. we hey, got to make two movies out of this. Can I play Tory Holt? Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Nate wants to play Oz Hakeem, I think. Yeah, you know, you know, might be able to pull that out. I'll take Mike Martin. You want to be Mike Martin? All right. So here's how. Hold on. Just answer the question. So here's how it plays out is that everybody always asks me. And the problem is I'm not going to get to choose this. If one of us have a say in this, okay. Miss Brenda's the one choosing. All right. So there you go. as of right now, she's in love with Tom Hardy. So oh, I'm thinking oh, that, uh, that if, we go, if we go down this right route in the short term, that uh, maybe she'll try to lean and see if we can get Tom Hardy, which, which I'm cool with. You're I'm good. Cool Handsome with. guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, who plays Brenda, though? Rachel McAdams? Or, I mean, <laughs> right? She's I like a lovely, lovely actress. I would love Rachel McAdams. <laughs> All Brenda says is it's got to be somebody that can pull off the hair. There you All go. Right. You know, so you got to be able to have a couple different hairstyles <laughs> to pull right. off. That's right. you know, it, it's funny. The movie thing is the perfect segue because we did a segment on the show this week. We all picked our favorite part of your career. I picked the Arizona Super Bowl run. We love the greatest show on turf and all yeah. of that. It's fascinating, Kurt, because it's like your career just wouldn't end. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Was there ever a time when you thought, 
maybe I'm just going to be Eli's backup, and that's fine. Or maybe I'm going to mentor Matt Liner, and I'll just be the backup. Or was it always burning that, no, I got another Super Bowl. I am the man. I can be the number one quarterback. Do you ever think maybe I'll sit back? Well, it's funny because you watch guys that have great careers, and then they're able to move into that backup role and say, hey, I'm okay with this. Guys like Mark Brunel, guys like Matt Hasselbeck that I know really well. Great character guys, and they can have great careers, and then they're okay to step into that backup role. I was never okay with that. Okay. It just it, it never worked out for me. When, um, when I got benched for Matt Liner, um, I contemplated retiring at that moment. I'm like, you know, because I was going through scout team every day, and right. I'm throwing to a card, and I'm like, mm-hmm. seriously? You know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> seriously? I'm 10 years into this thing, and I'm 35 years old. And I really have to look at a card and somebody right. tell me where to throw the football. They hold up I'm that like, dumb card, right? I'm like, I can't do this. There's no way I'm going to be able to last. And so I contemplated retirement after that season. But then we had the coaching change. Yeah. And with the coaching change, I thought, okay, everybody always has a perception. I, maybe I'll get an opportunity to change that perception with a new coach that, that hasn't been around. And so I was very fortunate that Ken Wisenhunt, Todd Haley came in. And they'll tell you that when they came in, they thought I was just the guy that was going to hold the clipboard. They thought my best years were behind <laughs> me. But I'm grateful that they kept an open mind. And they, um, you know, and when we went through it, although the idea was Matt to be the future and Matt to be the quarterback, they couldn't deny what I was doing and the fact that I could still play. And so I was very fortunate that they uh, opened up and said, you know what, Matt may be the future, but we want to win right now. And we came here, and we're going to play the best player. Um, so I got that second opportunity. But, yeah, there was not any moments where I said, well, I can, I can handle being a backup. That would have dri- driven me crazy. Right. But there were times that I thought, if this is all I'm going to be, it's time to step away and yeah. do something else. And I was, like I said, fortunate that that move made, was made. Um, and I got that other chance. Guys, it's going to be a show tonight. You're right in the anchor spot. That's the right. last yeah. speech. Yeah. Guys, yes, Kurt Warner tonight going into the Hall of Fame. You're already a Hall of yeah. Famer tonight. Good luck. Thank you. And Kurt, Thank from you. all of us at NFL Network yeah. and all the fans, wait a minute. Congratulations. Wait, wait a minute. Oh, wait. Then, wait a minute. We've been having all the Hall of Famers. Oh. All right. In one word, describe their career, and then you one go word. ahead and sign it. Okay. Um, wherever word. you want to sign it, we got everybody right. from finish, smooth, relentless. Team, you said how I'm describing my journey. My one word is crooked. Crooked. <laughs> That's good. Crooked. That's, That's a awesome. great, great word. That's awesome. And that was the 2017 new class Hall of Famer Kurt Warner, who said that his career path was crooked. Well, guys, it ended on the right path, and we're going to end on this note. Appreciate you guys joining us. Good to see you guys. Okay, Nate. All right, Nate. Download us on NFL.com slash podcast and Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. 
Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.